Hi, I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly, and welcome to The Millennial Minimalists. We are two Canadian millennials and minimalists on a mission to live more with less. And together, our goal is to inspire you to design a simpler, more intentional life. Hi, everyone. Today, we're talking about how to simplify your diet and lifestyle through intermittent fasting. And to lead the conversation is our very own Lauren Morley. I'm excited to share that Lauren just launched her first book titled Act Like a Lady, Eat Like a Man, A Woman's Guide to Intermittent Fasting, which if you can tell by the title is a hilarious and fun read. In this piece, Lauren shares how intermittent fasting has simplified the way she eats and improved her life for the better. For those of you who have been listening to our podcast for some time now, you would know that Lauren loves navigating the world of dieting and nutrition. And in her book, she opens up about her struggles with her weight since her childhood and how intermittent fasting has helped her achieve and maintain her desired weight today without sacrificing the food she loves. In her book, she says, quote, I've struggled with weight loss for most of my life. And when I finally figured out how to lose and maintain my weight while eating ribs and chugging beer, well, I knew I had to write a book about it. And in our fun discussion today, Lauren talks about the different types of fasting methods out there, how to manage fasting with ease, the long list of benefits, and more. So if you're looking for new ways to simplify your diet, or if you simply want to learn more about this way of eating and Lauren's story, this conversation is for you. Be inspired by Lauren's take on intermittent fasting and be prepared to laugh with us along the way. So I want to start off this conversation by letting you and our listeners know that your book, Act Like a Lady, Eat Like a Man, is honestly the most hilarious piece of writing that I've ever read. I was literally laughing every few sentences. And for anyone who is interested in learning more about intermittent fasting, you really simplify it all and you also make it really fun. What I love most, yeah, yeah. Like I find that you make it really, really fun. You know, it's so funny. I just have to say this because this happened last night. I went out for dinner with my boyfriend and I put in my order and the waitress walked away and I had to go after her and be like, oh, that was just my order. <laughs> you know, it was for both of us. <laughs> so it, you really can eat like a man with intermittent fasting. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is just a window into what we're talking about today. So, I mean, I want to mention that what I love most about your book, Lauren, is that you really, you really are vulnerable. You share your weight loss story in such a vulnerable way, but you also add humor at the same time. You talk about how you struggled with your weight as a child through your teens and into your twenties, and you make light of all the challenging experiences you had navigating the hundreds of diet fads out there. And in between all your fun stories, you share how intermittent fasting has helped you simplify your diet without sacrificing the foods you love. And you also make it easier for readers to learn about intermittent fasting, which is great. And in your book, you note that you are not a health professional, but rather a storyteller and that your readers should consult a physician before changing their diet, which is important. I wanted to address that from the beginning. It's simply a reflection on how intermittent fasting has worked for you and others. So to begin, can you briefly share your weight loss and dieting story from childhood to today and what inspired you to begin writing down your experiences? I believe you told me a few days ago that you actually started writing seven years ago. Yeah, I started this book when I was 25. Um, I've always wanted to write a book. It's been one of my dreams. But I've always struggled with my weight since I was young. I I probably, from what I remember, it was probably about the third grade when I I saw that class picture and I looked at it and I I thought, oh, I'm a lot bigger than the other kids in the class. Um, I've always been really tall too. But on top of that, I was overweight growing up. It, it started from probably, like I said, probably about the time I was eight years old and it only escalated. Like I, I kept gaining weight throughout my youth and it was in high school that I, I really finally buckled down and did something about it. And it was intermittent fasting, which I'm going to touch on later. But um, it, it was something I really struggled with as a kid. And even as I dabbled with the diet industry as an adult, I struggled as well. And the book does, you know, you say it is really funny and I was very vulnerable. They say comedy is pain. And those stories, I can look back now and laugh at them. Obviously, it was hard going through them at the time. But 
I, I almost have to tell these stories because they were just so good. Like I was just, I was such a big kid. Like I was five foot nine. I was almost 200 pounds when I was like 12 years old. Like I, I looked like an adult and I was a child and, you know, I, I tell some of the stories, like I would, I went on a field trip one time and I showed up wearing the same button down blouse as one of the moms who was volunteering on the field trip because I had to shop in the women's section when I was like 10 years old. And it was just all of these things that had happened to me as a kid and what I went through growing up. And so by the time I had reached 25, I, I, I kind of figured it out. And with intermittent fasting, I loved it because I was still able to lose weight and maintain my weight while eating the foods I really liked and the portions I wanted to. And I was still able to drink. And I was like, you know what? I, I really want to put this down in words and help other people who are struggling because I myself love to eat. I love dessert. I love wine. I like went through that process of being in the diet industry with like all these crazy rules and you can't have carbs and you can't have this and you can't have that. And um, I was miserable doing that. And when I finally found intermittent fasting, I, I was able to eat like real portions of food and the food that I wanted to eat. I still eat healthy, but I, and while maintaining a healthy weight. So I was like, I have to like, pay this forward. Like I, I want to write this down and put it in like a really funny, lighthearted, light read of a book just to like help other people. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. And you know, it, it's, it's amazing that you can add humor to your story at the same time, looking back now. And it, <laughs> I think it was only on your fourth page. You, you're, you're just so funny. You said, um, you said this book is for women who can eat <laughs> the ones who get lightheaded if there wasn't enough brisket on their sandwich at lunch. So if the hardest part of the pandemic for you was the closure of buffets, then you're in a safe place right now. <laughs> laughing so hard. My mom told me she went to a weight loss meeting like 20 years ago. And one of the girls in the meeting was like, I ate a whole brand muffin. And my mom got up and laughed. She's like, I could not be here. These are not my people. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm trying to help people who like have an appetite because I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's so great. Uh, so, so what is intermittent fasting for those who are not familiar with it? And when did you begin to adopt this way of eating? Okay. All intermittent fasting is, is just, it's a pattern of eating. So you're cycling between eating and fasting. And I'm going to go into the different types of fast, but that's all it is. Simply, there are times when you eat and there are times when you don't eat. I started doing this 17 years ago. I was 15 years old. So this was long before this was written about, before it was popularized. So when I was 15, I remember thinking, I really need to lose weight. Like I, I was, I think my highest weight was 185 pounds. I was in high school. I was getting made fun of and everyone can have their own weight at their own body or what they feel good at or what they feel is healthy, but it just wasn't a good weight with me. It didn't sit well with me. And I was like, I need to do something about this. And I didn't know anything about weight loss. I didn't know anything about nutrition or exercise. I was in high school. I wasn't buying my own groceries so, and I knew I had a good appetite. Like I, I'm like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to just eat these like little portions. So I said to myself, I'm like, I'm not going to eat dinner. So I'm going to wake up every morning. I made myself a nice breakfast. I packed my lunch to school and I didn't eat dinner. And I lost 40 pounds doing that. It took me about eight months. And it, it turned out looking back that that was intermittent fasting. Like I just had a smaller window when I had my meals in. There might be controversy around this about you're not supposed to intermittently fast as a teenager and because you don't want to stunt your growth. I joke in the book, I was looking for something to stunt my growth, <laughs> but um, it, it just worked for me. And after I had lost that weight, I kind of got really interested in diets and nutrition and the weight loss industry. And that's when I started doing all the crazy stuff that's out there, like master cleanse and low carb. And I just started doing all these other diets and I didn't feel good on them. I wasn't consistent with them. I was miserable. Some of them I was gaining weight on. 
And then I kind of came back instrument fa- into, into instrument fasting, which is now has blown up. And it, it just worked for me again. I was like, wow, this is what initially worked for me. And it still works for me. And it's just such a simple, effective way to lose weight and keep weight off. And you can reap so many benefits, which I talk about in the book. Yeah. And, and intermittent fasting is basically the cycle between fasting and non-fasting between a set number of hours, right? A period of time. And I know when you were 15, it was, hey, I'm going to eat between an early breakfast hour through a late lunch hour and then fast till the next morning. There's other ways of doing it. I know you still, I know you eat lunch and dinner now, so you've changed it up, right? Yeah. I try to fast morning hours. I more so do that for like social reasons because I like have dinner with my parents and my friends and my boyfriend. I feel like my internal clock would probably rather eat my meals earlier in the day, but this works for my lifestyle in terms of still being able to live a normal life. I mean, it worked for me in high school because it's not like I was going out for dinner all the time when I was 15. So I'm curious, how has intermittent fasting helped you simplify your diet and just the foods that you eat and, and how has eating this way aligned with your minimalist lifestyle? Yeah. So anyone who listens to the podcast knows like how simply I live and I love everything just in its like most simplified form and intermittent fasting just made that as like the health aspect of my lifestyle perfect like it really nailed that so uh, my way of eating is I wake up super early I I wake up around five or six o'clock in the morning and I fast for like the first four to six hours so I usually have a late breakfast around 10 or 11 and then I, um, I'll have a snack in the afternoon and then I'll have dinner in the evening. So it, it simplified my life in that I don't have to prepare three meals a day. It really works with my work schedule. When I work at the sales office in real estate, I work from 12 to six. So I just have a late breakfast before I go in. I'll take some like nuts or yogurt or something to work just to have in the afternoon. And then I'll come home and make a nice dinner. It's so easy to grocery shop when you're only eating two meals a day because you're buying a lot less ingredients. Even if you're not cooking, like you still have to go and get takeout or order it or sit down and eat. And it does take up a lot of your time. I, I talk a lot about in the book about figuring out what works for you, but it, it really did help save time. Like I love breakfast foods. I love dinner foods. I don't want to be bothered making lunch or packing it. Or when you're out in the day, I don't always want to be getting takeout. So it will save you time and money. And then because you're eating less times a day, you can eat bigger meals. Like you can put real mayonnaise on your sandwich. You can have fries or you can have dessert or you can just eat like a bigger portion and it's more satisfying. And then You don't have to like really think about food for a a while again. You're like, you're not constantly eating and having to do that all day. So it just, it really did simplify my life. Okay. So a couple things, you know, you mentioned that you can eat kind of whatever you want, but uh, to a degree, you are also a very healthy eater. It's more so. I am. I believe strongly in eating organically. I think it's good for the earth. I think it's good for your body. I still eat fresh fruits and vegetables. I still eat whole grains and cook and have good sources of protein. But with that being said, when I go to a restaurant, I order whatever I want on the menu. I drink, I have a treat every day. So it's like, you don't always have to be perfect on this lifestyle, which is so nice. And it it can make it easier to get that proper nutrition because you're not, if you're like having to pick up lunch every day at work, maybe you're not always picking up the healthiest options. So if you're only planning two meals a day, you can make sure those two meals are healthy and are of higher quality too. Mm -hmm. I like that you've clarified that because I I always think of, oh, if my mom and dad were listening, what would they say? They would ask well, Lauren, you're not getting enough food. And it's like, no, 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 These are large portions. This is, this is again, act like a lady, eat like a man, right? This is, this is, you can have these larger portions at these two times that you eat in a day. And again, there are so many different types of fasts out there. So that's my next question. What are, and you mentioned four types in your book. So what are the main four types of fasting? And, and then I'm hoping you can go into the fasting that works best for you today. 
Yeah. The, and that's, what's so great about this lifestyle. We talk so much about minimalism being a template and then you get to own what you need and love that is beneficial to your life. And fasting is the same. Like if three meals and three snacks doesn't work for you, eat two meals and one snack or eat just two meals. So there's so many different ways to do this. The main one is kind of the time restricted approach. So you're eating within a certain amount of hours and then you're fasting for a certain amount of hours. If you walk away from this podcast with nothing else, every single person, unless you have a medical condition, should be going 12 hours, should be doing a 12 hour fast every single day. From the time you start eating in the morning, you should stop eating at that time at night. There's a lot of processes going on in your body with hormones and digestion and to constantly be overworking your body past 12 hours can sometimes do more harm than good. So I really, like I said, if you like found this, you're like, oh, that, that was like a fun conversation or fun podcast, really try to at least get that 12 hours. So that 12 to 14 hours, this is something we did in the 50s too. Most people woke up, they had breakfast at eight o'clock, they had lunch at noon, they came home at six and had dinner. And now they did a 14 hour fast. We did throughout history for the last 50 years without even thinking about it. So if that's all you want to do in terms of fasting is that 12 to 14 hours, you will reap health benefits. Now, if you do want to push it to a longer fast, like a, a 16 hour or an 18 hour, this is probably where you're just going to be having two meals a day. So you can either do breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner. These obviously will give you more health benefits. If you're trying to lose weight, it, it's easier to be in a caloric deficit if you're eating less times a day, or even if you're just trying to maintain your weight. Um, so that's kind of the time restricted fast. So 12 to 14 or kind of the 16 to 18 fast. Uh, there's what's called the waking fast. Gregor Gallagher made this popular if you watch his YouTube videos. He talks about fasting for the first four to six hours from the time you wake up. I think this is great because a lot of times people can be consistent with it. They don't have to be as strict with it in the evening. Because sometimes if you're going out for dinner or you're with a friend, like you don't want to be like, oh, it's eight o'clock. Like I have to go home now, like cancel the dinner. <laughs> I can't um, eat. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. So if you, you know, you can wake up, push your breakfast back, push that first meal back four to six hours. If you wake up at six, like I do, have your first meal at 10. If you wake up at eight, have your first meal at noon. Just extending that overnight fast can really give you a lot of health benefits. And if you push your calories or your food until later in the day, you can just have bigger qualities of food. And, you know, I say you can eat what you want. Like, when I say this in the book too, but as women, we, we're just a smaller species than men and we don't get as many calories. So most women probably get anywhere, I would say from like 1600 to 2000. Like I probably get about 1800 calories a day for my maintenance. If you break that up into a lot of different meals and snacks, it, it's just not that much food. But if I have two meals and a snack or two meals and a treat, like I, I can have like real servings of food and it, it doesn't even necessarily need, like I, I talk about wanting dessert and stuff, but even like you can have a, a whole avocado or you can put real oil or real butter. Like you can just have things that might be more calorically dense that are still really healthy and maintain your weight if you want to do the time restricting or the, the waking fast. And then the last one I talk about is OMAD. So this is one meal a day. So this is a really extended fast. I tried all of these. I couldn't be consistent with OMAD. So a lot of people love it. It's super convenient. You just fast all day, come home and have dinner. You could have breakfast or lunch, whatever you want. Wow, I could never um, do that. <laughs> That's so extreme to me. I found I was too hungry during the day. And then after I'd eaten, I was too full. So I was like, I, this doesn't work with me. Mm -hmm. Some people do OMAD twice a week. So that's eat, stop, eat. That's Brad Pilon's way of fasting. I talk about all these different fasts in the book. But if that's something that interests you, like I said, you can do it a couple of times a week. You could do it every day. But if you're interested in intermittent fasting for the health benefits or to lose weight or just to maintain your weight in a more enjoyable way, there's so many different ones you can do. And some people still eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So they'll, they'll do like a nine to five or a 10 to six or 11 to seven. 
So you can still do that 16, eight and eat three meals a day. You're just pushing them together. So you're not snacking as much and you're not like eating after dinner, but there's a number of different fasts that I, I think, like I said, everyone should at least do the 12 hour because there, there's just so many health benefits that come and, with this. And so you're doing the waking fast, but I know Lauren, if you were on vacation with me and we were in Italy again, and we're going to go for brunch early in the morning, you'd be flexible. So you're not like restricting yourself too hard. No, I'm not super strict. Yeah. When we're in Italy, I, we would always get like pastries and cappuccinos. Like if you're on vacation, do whatever you want. Or maybe you're on vacation and you want to just wake up and have breakfast, like, or, or just have a coffee. So it, do what works best for you. I'm not super strict. I say that in the book. I'm like, I didn't even want to write this book because what if someone sees me at like Denny's in the morning eating pancakes with my hands? <laughs> like I, so I'm not- in moderation, right? Especially during the week. Yeah, well, I actually have run into so many friends who do different types of fasts. And I would say the most popular fast is is that between 12 and 14 hours. So I actually would say, so I'm the kind of person who likes to eat a lot of small meals throughout the day. So I'm a little bit different, but that being said, I'm still technically doing the 12 to 14 hour method because I have breakfast around, I usually have it around nine or 10 and I usually have my last snack around that time in the evening. So that's that I am technically fasting. And I wanted to add that I think I recently shared my mom's weight loss story with you, Lauren. And it's amazing. Yeah, she has. Yeah. So over COVID, my mom, my mom had a little health scare back in February of this year. And after that, she really became motivated to eat more healthy. And she really liked the idea of eating within a window of time, 12 hours. So what she does is she's a babysitter full time. She has to wake up super early for kids to come at 6am. And so she, she actually doesn't eat breakfast till around 7, 7.30. And her last meal is usually 5.30. So yeah, so she's within under actually a 12, the 12 hour method. And she loves it. She's like, yeah, like, and that has helped her. Uh, achieve her 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 weight loss goal like it's and she's been able to maintain it as well and it, you know it's not just eating within a window of time it's also for her like she only has like breakfast snacks throughout the day and like dinner but she's also super conscious about the food she's eating as well I, I, I know with this diet, Lauren, you can kind of eat with whatever you want, but obviously, you know, you have to be conscious of your health at the same time. My mom has cut down sugar and cut down carbs. And so that has really, really helped her actually speed up the process. And uh, yeah, so there's other things to be mindful of at the same time. But I wanted to add, Lauren, I mean, in the process of fasting, you can actually, you know, it's actually recommended that you stay really, really hydrated. You drink a lot of water within that window of time. You can still drink coffee. You know, I think a lot of people I know who've adopted this pattern of eating, you know, especially those who only eat between like 12 and 6 p.m., uh, the, the more extremists, a lot of them, they'll do the bullet coffee in the morning. And the bullet coffee, if many of you haven't heard of it, it is adding MCT oil to your coffee, which actually keeps you full in the morning. So it's, it, and I actually do that. So while I do eat a snack in the morning, it's like a small breakfast, I do a bulletproof coffee as well. And it's, it's helped me feel full and actually helps me arguably focus better at work. And, you know, we've actually talked about this on the podcast before we were talking about how the waking fast that you do, Lauren, it actually gives you more energy in the morning. You had said that you had interviewed an author recently, it was actually episode 94, a simple historic take on diet and exercise. And in that episode, you talk about how you have so much more energy in the morning when you just have a coffee and you fast to lunch. And you know what? We had a couple listeners write us after saying, oh my goodness, yes, I can relate so much to that. But I mean, everybody's body is different, right? So we have to remind everybody that this will work for some people. This may not work for others, but we want to throw out this information out there in case it can help others, so certain people, right? So different ways to do it. Even if you're like, you know what, I'm going to cut out snacks and maybe have a little bit bigger of a meal. And then you're more satisfied and you've simplified your day a little bit. You don't have to buy those snacks or think about that. So there's so many ways to do this. You, I, I, I've tried all the fasts and I tweaked it. And 
and tweaked it and tweaked it until it worked for my lifestyle. And that is what I recommend for people to do because there's so many different ways you can do it. Yeah. And also in your book, you mentioned that you recommend that to get through the pain of feeling hungry while you're intermittent fasting, you know, the, again, the bulletproof coffee, also bone broth, you mentioned, and apple cider vinegar or other ways to help you feel full throughout the day. And you also said stay active and stay busy. Yes. Thing, I mean, everything within reason, don't jam pack your day and be like, I'm going to fast today. Like you want to obviously leave some time for rest as well. It does. It can take a couple of weeks to get used to. But drink water. Some people bone broth helps them. I on I put a bit of cream in my coffee when I wake up, and I can get through the first four or five hours without really being hungry yet. And being busy does help. Like if you're preoccupied, you're not going to be sitting around thinking about food. And I think a lot of times people struggled with dieting or eating healthy because our our schedules are so busy, and they're like how am I going to get access to healthy food all the time? Whereas if you can just fast and then when you are able to sit down and eat a healthy meal, when you have time to, then that lifestyle can work better for people. So it's kind of like, oh, I don't have time to diet. Well, with intermittent fasting, the more busy you are, the better. So being preoccupied, even just going for a walk can sometimes help with hunger pains. I start, I talk about that in the book. So yeah, drink lots of water. Sparkling water is amazing. You don't want to have sometimes synthetic sugars can cause an insulin response. So it can make you a bit hungry. So you do have to be cautious of that. But like I, I give a lot of examples in the book. So you can kind of trial and error different ways to get through the fast, um, especially in those first few weeks when you're getting used to it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just a reminder. Yeah. Those artificial sugars, like stay away from them. Everything I've read is just, it actually makes you more hungry. It makes you crave sugar more. My mom always tells me that she's like, no, no more, no more Splenda. But at the same time, if you're used to drinking diet pop, then maybe that is your crutch for a little bit. Like don't try to do everything at once, but be aware, like try a, a plain sparkling water and then a diet pop and see if one makes you more hungry. So it's just kind of that trial and error process. That good for you. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, I, I, it's not. I don't think synthetic sugar is good for you. I'd rather just have real sugar during my eating window. Yeah, and real cream. It's the best. Yeah, Yeah, and you in your book, you also talk about in addition to having more energy in the morning, you talk about other benefits. You spend less time thinking about food. Your next meal you get to eat bigger portions and you still get to eat foods that you enjoy, you know? And I, I, I love that. You know, I can say, Hey, Lauren, let's go for ice cream. And you're like, okay, I'm down. You can, and you will save money. You're buying less food. You're a lot of times I'm sure you can relate to this Kelly living in the big city, your grocery shop. And then sometimes a lot of it will go bad just because you end up going to your parents, you end up going out for dinner, like it's hard to get through a lot of food. So you're, you're more intentional about what you're buying. And you will save time. And there's so many health benefits to you, you do have a lot more energy, people think, Oh, if I'm not eating, I'm going to be depleted of energy. But that's not how the body works. Like if you think about history, when we had to hunt, we needed energy when we were hungry. So sometimes that hunger can like, really give you that boost of energy and that mental clarity. Yeah, you joke in your book about how, oh my goodness, back in the day, we had to like find our own honey. Now we just click on Amazon and we can get jugs of it and pour it in our bath and just have a bath in honey <laughs> or something like that. It was so funny. Like we would have to have climbed the tree and gone to stung by like a hundred bees. And now I can bathe in honey. <laughs> so we have come, and I talk about how we complain about our abundance and we should be really thankful about it, but just learn how to navigate it properly. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So for those who are intrigued by intermittent fasting and open to trying it, how do you recommend they get started? So obviously we talked about this in the beginning of the book, check with your doctor, just make sure that you're in a, you're in good health and you're, it's not going to affect you to try out fasting. And like I said, just start small, start with that 12 to 14 hour window, 
we've done this most of history regardless. So it, you should be okay with that. And if you feel good on it and you want to push it to a 16 or 18 hour fast and just have those two meals a day, then work towards that would be my biggest recommendation. If you want to jump right into it and see how you feel, all the power to you. And if you want to try out things like OMAD or try them out a couple of times a week for convenience, or if you want to lose weight or you're trying to maintain your weight in an easier way, just figuring, trying to push your meals together, closer together so you're not snacking can make such a difference. Like it's these tiny little tweaks that it's like, oh, wow, like that just made my life so much easier. Yeah. And I actually have heard some people choose to fast once a week just yeah. one day. I thought that was fascinating because it's just, you just need to cleanse the body. Some people once a week, some people once a month. Personally, I feel like my, I wouldn't be able to do it <laughs> just because I, for me, I, I, I know that I need the calories, but, uh, but I think just fasting throughout the evening and while I'm sleeping is probably the best for me. Something that I should mention is that similar to you, but on the opposite end, I was quite severely underweight uh, in high school. You know, I was equally quite teased for being very, very thin. And it was very, very, I went through a hard time going through that. And, and yeah, and uh, I, I was able to gain the weight by eating real food. I think at the time I, you know, I was, I was overworking my body playing sports and uh, I actually didn't realize how much weight I, I was, I was losing at the time. It was more like, you know, calories in calories out. And I, I didn't really understand that concept. And you really, really go, touch on that in your book, which I think is really, really great. It's, um, hey, like if you are working out more, you know, you'll obviously be able to be able to, and you should be consuming more calories, be more conscious of that. And what I love about your book is that it made me realize it's like you, you can still eat the foods that you love. Like, don't be so restrictive, like obviously eat a very healthy diet, but but yeah, you don't, it doesn't need to be on your mind all the time, right? You, you know, if you space out your meals and for me, your book inspired me to, to actually, you know, I, I love what I'm doing right now, the 12 to 14 hour, but I also love the idea of the waking fast on days that I can choose to do so because I've played with it a little bit. And uh, for me, I, I've realized that I do feel like I have more energy in the morning when I just have a bulletproof coffee, which for me has actually helped me gain weight, which is awesome. Or sorry, maintain my weight for me uh, because I, I put quite a bit of oil in my coffee because, and it also big plus keeps your skin really nice as well. So, so yeah, so that's really worked for me. But again, like it's, it's not a weight gainer. It's just a, you know, it just, it's, it just makes you feel full throughout the morning so that you, you can wait till your first meal. Right. So, so yeah, I, I wanted to add that. Cause I don't know if you knew that about me. I actually never really even knew of uh, all of our years together. We never really knew that we both kind of struggled you know, when we were younger, so. Yeah, complete opposites. We should have been friends when we were little. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do talk about calories in the book. I, I have a whole section on it, and I'm really glad you brought that up because I feel like people hate so much on calories, and I get it. It's annoying. No one wants to count them. But there's a difference between being obsessive and counting your calories and just educating yourself on the amount of energy your body requires a day and a healthy weight range to be in and how much calories you would need to get there and how many calories you would need to maintain a healthy weight and your nutritional requirements on a day-to-day -day basis. Like educating yourself on things like this, there's nothing wrong with that. And to just, you know, see what a portion is and see how much you get and how you can work that into your life. Like this is valuable information you can use for the rest of your life. So really taking that time to learn nutrition and energy requirements can be really beneficial. Like people are so afraid of calories, but you don't have to be like, it can be something that if you're educated on them, you can use that education to your advantage. Like, like you said, you don't have to be like, it's like, Oh, I can't have that because it's like, has too much sugar. It has too much this. You can learn how to incorporate things into a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, you know, I actually I wanted to mention that I I actually just finished reading The Pegan Diet by Mark Hyman. Have you read that book before? I don't think so. It's, yeah, it's quite new. Uh, so, I mean, he is all about the pegan diet, so not paleo, not vegan, but pegan, a combination of the two. But what I really loved is that he says like focus on a plant-rich diet 
the bulk of the diet is plant foods with quality protein and healthy fats. And he recommends that 75% of our diet should mostly be vegetables, good fats, and nuts and seeds. And from being your friend for so many years, I've noticed that you do, I would say that is the bulk of your diet. But like 25%, you're like, I can eat fries. I can eat this. It's, it's great. You really do have that balance. I, I am more plant-based. I really enjoy vegetarian foods. Like I like tofu. I like veggie burgers. I love lentils. I love fresh fruits and vegetables and granola and rice. Like I, I do like, I just enjoy that food more. Um, but again, everyone has to see what foods work best for their lifestyle. And what motivated me to write this book is I have read so many diet books and listened to so many podcasts and it fascinates me. Like I love every aspect of it. I love learning about our, our food system and how that's changed. I love the emotional side of it. I love people who have lost weight and people who struggle with their weight and different types of exercise and movement and the whole, like I, I just enjoy every aspect of it. So I, and I saw in areas what was wrong. Like a lot of times this is what I think the failure of the weight loss industry is. Someone loses weight in one way and then they tell everyone that that's the only way. You have to figure, everyone has to figure out what their way is and what works best for them and they are able to do. And I wanted to share my story. I think people can be inspired from other people's stories and they can learn from their stories. And I, I did want to tell people, it's like, if you don't have to eat all the time, like you don't have to eat breakfast, lunch and dinner or snacks and that's intermittent fasting has made this possible for people to figure out their own life and what works best for them. And I, I just, you know, I struggled so much for so many years trying to do traditional women's diets where it's like half a cup of oatmeal and like a little piece of chicken with vegetables. And I was starving and I was miserable. And like, this is where the book was inspired. I just wanted to eat like a man. I wanted to go out to a restaurant and get what the guys were getting. I wanted the beer. I wanted the burger. Like I wanted to pride myself all the time. And when I figured out a way to incorporate that into my lifestyle and still maintain my weight. I was like, I have to write a hilarious book about this just to like help other people who are struggling with this. Cause a lot of people struggle with their weight. Yeah, I still struggle sometimes. I'm like, Oh, I overdid it. <laughs> but um, I, I did just want to tell my story and yeah, in like a very lighthearted way. My mom read this book and she was like, Lauren, she's like, this book is funny, but there is nothing funny about being hungry. <laughs> really nailed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, so funny. Actually, in your book, you said that my spirit animal is the hungry hippo. It is. so I, funny. I, I love food. Like I joke around about how I like picked my friends in public school, like based on how good their parents' groceries were. <laughs> 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 I, I do love to eat. I'm sure there was like other issues why I was overweight too, but I, I'm definitely like, I, I like my food. And, and I, I actually can agree with you on this one. You said that I looked forward to pizza day more than I did Christmas. Oh my God. I loved pizza day. I did too. <laughs> I'm like, guys, guys, this Friday pizza day. <laughs> yeah. Or they'd be like a special Subway or like McDonald's Day. And that day, oh, and they, had, they would get donuts and oh, it was just the best days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always look forward to those too. But uh, I, I also have to add, there's a line in your book and this really sums up like what really like motivated you to write this book. You said, I've struggled with weight loss for most of my life. And when I finally figured out how to lose and maintain my weight, while eating ribs and chugging beer, well, I knew I had to write a book about it. <laughs> I just figure I need to pay it forward. <laughs> that really does sum up the book. <laughs> it really does. It really does. And and it, again, when I was reading it, like obviously, like there are parts where I was like, oh my gosh, like Lauren, you're so vulnerable. Like this is so beautiful. And and but at the same time, you're able to make light of certain situations and laugh at those experiences and the funny experiences that you went through at times. But, you know, also I was, I was like, Oh, like I was, it was, it's, it's an interesting read because I was like, Oh my gosh, like I, I feel for you. And I've actually felt experiences like that but in a different way. And, and then at the same time, you're like, you're just so funny. And so it just like helps you move forward and just 
think about how intermittent fasting could be applied to your life as well. As you said, it's, it's something that is recommended for everybody, especially the 12 to 14 hour. It's just a natural body cleanse. You know, the body does need time to cleanse itself. So, so intermittent fasting is talked about so much today. As I said before, I cannot tell you how many people I've come across who have recently adopted this way of eating. So many people, even just within my own circles, and you, you see it on the news all the time. So why do you think it's become so popular? And do you think this way of eating is here to stay? So I think it's become so popular because it is so easy. Like I know some people are like, oh, fasting so hard. That would be so difficult. But I think it's more psychological. Like, instead of it's like, oh, you have to have this much protein, this much carbs, and like have a perfect, like 30% of this, and count your calories and only eat clean. And it complicates our lives and we're busy these days. If it's like, okay, just don't eat or like just skip breakfast. And then right. people are still able to like go to business meetings and travel and go to social events and, they can still eat the food that they like in normal portions. Like if you want to have a sandwich for lunch, you can. Like dieting these days and health advice sometimes is so complicated. And there's just so many rules that people, they can't be consistent with it. They can't stick to it. And intermittent fasting is like, okay, you can still eat what you want or eat what you're eating now or be, you know, attend these social things and live a normal life. We're just going to not eat all the time. You can just choose the times you want to eat. So it, it's just simplified it so much that so many people can do it because of that reason. And, you know, you ask if it's here to say, and I talk about this in the book, we have always done this. You and I are sitting here podcasting. Yeah. Bodies are able to burn off stored body fat. That's why we store body fat in the first place. We have always had times of famine. We have always had periods of fasting. The major, the biggest religions in the world still practice fasting to this day. So it's something we have always done. I think it's one of the most natural things you can do is to go back to what our bodies are good at and is the most natural to us. Another reason I think it's popular is because you don't need anything. You know, when you're trying to get healthy, it's like, oh, you need a zucchini spiralizer and you need green yeah, juicer and you need ankle weights and you need a gym membership and you need these supplements with fasting you need nothing you have everything you have right now like is if you have access to water you're solid so it's if just you can go for a walk and go for a light jog there you go yeah. yeah and it's accessible to everyone like you it's not you don't have to have money to do it if anything it'll save you money there's not that much to know. Just look at a clock. <laughs> so eat your meals within a time frame just by glancing at a clock. So it's super simple. And yeah, I do think this will stick around. I think people will really start to become more aware. It's like, oh shoot, I, I eat a lot. Like I, I'm, I eat often. I'm constantly snacking. And a lot of times when you're fasting, you'll notice the time. It's like, oh, I, it's two o'clock. I would normally go get something to eat right now, or I would go get something from the break room. And it kind of makes you aware of all of the times you eat or, or why you eat. Maybe you're eating out of habit or tradition, or it, it can help you break bad habits too. So I really think I'm glad that this got popularized. I wish I wrote a book about it when I was 15. <laughs> so yeah. I one on it. I joke in the book, I'm like, I actually invented intermittent fasting. <laughs> um, no, I definitely think it's something people will be aware of and be mindful of indefinitely. Yeah, no, no, most definitely. So so where can our audience get a copy of your book? Uh, so I have self-published this book. It's just on Amazon. You can, it's the one click buy. It, it's going to be on Kindle. So you can read it if you're a, you like digital books. I love digital books. It will be available on paperback too. So if you want to order the paperback copy and I am going to do an audio book, Kelly and I, Kelly was like, Lauren, you have to read this book in your own voice. And yeah. Like, I was like, we need to do an audio version of this book, Laura, because you, it just having you speak, it just, it would just, uh, it would just make it literally. I was, I was reading in my house alone. I just, I was, 
I just couldn't stop laughing. And I'm like, um, what are my neighbors thinking of me right now? It's just oh, that makes me so happy. Kelly and I were actually talking because like, I love comedy. Comedy is my gift. Yeah. Like Bezos always says, everyone has their gifts. So comedy is my gift. And I was, I never know how to use it. Like I'm like, so bad at stand up and um, but like this is like how I can use my comedy in the world to help like I love edutainment like it's it's educational and so entertainment so you'll get a good laugh and you'll like leave with being a little bit smarter and educated on stuff so that's like I love when those two things come together. Lauren, you are awesome at stand-up, but we just realized that you feel more comfortable with sharing your comedy through words by writing them down. And and I, this book is just like a great piece that showcases that. I just I said it's a it's a bit of a book, like there's so many bits in it. It's just so funny. But at the same time, like I, I think at the beginning I was like cheering, but then you maybe laugh, and then it was just it was just so I would just sum it up to be. It was just so beautiful, beautiful, but witty at the same time. And it's only like a hundred pages and it's, it's an easy read and you learn so much about intermittent fasting and all the different types out there and how you could potentially apply it to your life. And again, it's, it's directed towards women, but I would argue that this book is for everyone. I think men would also enjoy this read. I, I, I think it's... Um, I think your story is, should be shared. And I think that people will really, really appreciate your story. So, so I'm happy we were able to talk about it today, Lauren. And, and uh, I'm excited for it to be out there in the world and to hear feedback from our listeners. And, and if you've enjoyed this discussion today, I wanted to add, Lauren, you've conducted two previous interviews on our podcast with authors who speak on health and fitness and nutrition and diet. And the first one was episode 74 titled Build Sustainable Health and Fitness Habits with Una Duncan. And Una Duncan, as we've said before, she is so, so outgoing. She's just, she's no filter, like love this woman. Her book is, you'll love that conversation between Lauren and Una. I love so funny. Yeah. She was also so funny. So I think that's why like Laura and you, you kind of drew off of that. And you're like, yeah, like I, I, that's how my personality is too. And like, I need to write like this, you know, and then, and then you had a second conversation episode 94 titled a simple historic take on diet and exercise with author Brian Kozlowski. And he touches on intermittent fasting back in the Renaissance period. And, uh, he talks about how, you know, even walking is, can be an amazing exercise. Like we don't need to push ourselves so hard. And we also don't need to be too restrictive when it comes to the things we eat. You guys also touch on that and you share how fasting has really worked for you. So you touch on it again in that episode. So I think that's definitely another episode that you guys should check out. Yeah. Listen to those ones. If you guys haven't, I loved interviewing those authors. I even had a call with Brian after and he helped me with this book so he's such a I think we're friends now (laughs) oh he did that's so nice oh that's so kind I love that I love hearing that and uh I hope this is the first of many Lauren your words and your 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 humor needs to be out there so so hopefully we can do this I want to write one on dating next (laughs) oh yes please do we have interviewed we have interviewed a couple people who speak on dating and relationships and we need to do more of those Lauren because I think our listeners love them love it how to simplify dating gosh that sounds impossible but yeah it is possible and uh, yeah I'd love to hear your thoughts on dating relationships because if somebody hadn't you know if someone's new to our podcast they probably don't know but you talk about how you went on 46 first dates and your current boyfriend is your 47th so 47. <laughs> goes to show it's possible put in the work <laughs> yeah doing the put it, make it a priority that's what I say like even just like with fasting it's like make it a priority I think with this lifestyle it makes you more mindful about your diet and the foods that you're putting in your body and the times you eat so that you don't just live on autopilot and you're like ooh, I'm at the office someone made put cake in you know the kitchen I'm gonna go grab a piece you're like oh no like I'm not eating right at this hour you know what I mean you'll tell yourself that or you'll be like oh yeah I can eat in this window I'm gonna have that piece of cake right could be yeah, the opposite. 
I talk about the colleagues cake too. I'm like the person you work with, you still don't know your their name. <laughs> you also, I should add, just as we close, you dedicate your book to your mom and dad. And she follows by saying, Thank you for paying for the case of Girl Guy cookies I ate myself instead of selling. <laughs> That's so cute. I remember parents going out to the garage and seeing that empty case of girl guide cookies and they came in they're like lauren we're not paying for all of these and i'm like well i'm not walking around selling them <laughs> so good i still love those cookies this day my brother and i both ate them in all fairness but i just i had a huge appetite and i loved my sweets and these hilarious stories have been going on ever since i was young so yeah, yes. So any final thoughts for our listeners? I, I mean, any feedback on the book I'd be would be great. I, I hope everyone, if the people who read it enjoy it. Like I really put my heart and soul and I was super vulnerable in it, but I wanted to tell these stories. They were really fun. And I hope even if you just listen to the podcast and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be more aware of the times I eat and how much I eat and, you know, trying to find my own balance and what works for me to be like the healthiest, best version of yourself. And if you can do the 12 to 14 hour fast daily, I, and that's all you do, you will reap health benefits. And this, if this is something you're interested in, I have a lot of recommended reading in the book. So there's so much out there and it's just, it's such a great lifestyle for so many different reasons. Yeah. And there's so much information on YouTube and I know you follow select influencers. Is there an influencer that you can kind of mention here that maybe people should follow? I really like Greg O'Gallagher. He does YouTube videos. He, he works a lot with guys, but he, I just liked the way he ate. Like his uh, lifestyle was so simple and he would, he would like have his treats and and he would go for dinner and he's in incredible shape. Like you can follow him on Instagram. He was probably my biggest inspiration. I was like, Oh my God, I want to eat like this guy. (laughs) And it's funny. He's in Toronto. You gotta, you gotta meet him one day. Yeah. I've run into him a few times and I'll tell him I love his YouTube channel, but yeah, he's one of the biggest ones. There's a, like I say, a bunch of books I recommend too, but um, yeah, it's a great lifestyle. I hope a lot of people pick it up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm excited to get the physical copy. So Lauren, thank you so much. So fun interviewing my own co-host and uh, we, and thank you all. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today and uh, we will talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks so much guys. Talk soon. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening. That was my conversation with our own co-host, Lauren Morley, about her new book titled Act Like a Lady, Eat Like a Man, A Woman's Guide to Intermittent Fasting. And you can find a link to this book in our show notes. And again, whether you are interested in adopting intermittent fasting into your lifestyle or simply looking to learn more about this way of eating and Lauren's story, definitely check it out. I highly recommend it. And thanks again to all of you for your continued support of our podcast. We are celebrating three years of the pod and we are so grateful for you, our audience, who have inspired us to keep motivated and continue on with our lifestyle journeys. And a big thanks to all of you who have given us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We love reading your words. And if you haven't done so already, please write us a line today as we read them all. And lastly, you can learn more about Lauren and me on our website at mastersimplicity.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and we will speak to you soon. Bye-bye.